This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, Elsie. Hi, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Elsie and I are in mourning because we are, we are coming to you live from the apocalypse. <laughs> One night only. You guys, live from the apocalypse, it's Elsie and Jess Ross. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so that you guys know where we're coming from at this moment, or at least when we're recording, we're recording Wednesday. Wednesday morning. November 9th. After the election, when Kleenex will be yes. off the shelves in every store. I had some funny remarks on my status to um, as to what he should play at the inaugural ball for his victory. Because you know how like Hillary and Bill did um, Don't Stop Believing by Fleetwood Mac? At theirs. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I, I I posted on my status for people to come up with some good ones. Um, and of course, End of the World by R.E.M. was there. And um, my cousin Josh. So I have a cousin. Our grandfathers were brothers. And I swear every time he comments anything, it, it's always something that I he's so flipping funny that I can't even stand it. So what did he type? Um, the end by the doors. <laughs> Oh my gosh, is that end. is perfect. My, my only friend. friend. It's perfect. It's it is perfect. So, it's so perfect. Effing perfect because it's somber and morose. Like I couldn't even yes. have picked that better. Mine was Sending the Clowns. Scott's was Moving Out by Billy Joel, uh, which is never oh going to No one's ever going to do that, but it's funny. And I thought La Cucaracha because it's both Mexican and it's called, you know, the cockroach, right? Isn't that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. funny. What else was there? Crazy Train, one of my sorority sisters posted. And then, oh, John, you did Golden Years. You're a jerk. I'm Afraid of Americans by Nine Inch Nails and Bowie. Burning Ring of Fire is a funny one. John. Yes. Thank you, John. John. Is it? Yeah. My sister posted Heathens by 21 Pilots, Cold Hearted Snake. These are funny. Oh my gosh, you, that would be that would be. Look into silly. his eyes. Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh, he's been telling lies. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Thank you, Gretchen. That is. She was my little sister. My nope, that's not her. Gretchen. Uh, no, Gretchen Cawthon was. Um, that's a different Gretchen. This Gretchen was a B schooler, actually. Okay. Yeah. So this show isn't about politics, and it's not going to be no. today. So let's start. Let's start yeah. talking about something else. Let's. I know what we can talk about. I have a funny Elsie story that I would like to share what? from yesterday. Oh my gosh, yeah, oh, okay. it happened yesterday. <laughs> so she, you sort of know what it is, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So 
as you know, uh, I was on School of Podcasting to talk about sponsorship and advertising. And as a result, um, lots of podcasters have been asking me to represent them. And it's great because since I said what I was looking for, they're all within the range of what I can sell, which is amazing. And I was having a consultation with one such person yesterday. It was our lovely friend, Casey Arorty. Um, from Joyful Courage, Joyful Courage podcast. And she was in our VIP group. And I think we, you know, we each got a one-on-one. So I've talked to her before and we were having this wonderful conversation. She's just telling me like what she's done to monetize so far and out of nowhere. And I am comes through on my screen that says, the goats are loose. I, <laughs> it says, it says in all caps, the goats are loose. I period can't period even period. And then it says, hi, happy election day, LOL. <laughs> so I have to interrupt myself because I'm sitting here like, well, we're going to take this fee and that fee and this stipulation. And I go, oh, my God, only you could appreciate the fact that I literally just got a text from Elsie that says the goats are loose. <laughs> and she like, Peter, she was like, that is amazing. <laughs> thank oh my thank God. God, it was her that I was on the That's- phone with because I could literally have not shared that with anybody else. Well, good. I know, because then you would have been... I mean, you can text me that any time, but if I was on the phone with somebody who didn't know us very well, I would have been, like, just giggling to myself. (laughs) But I was just lucky enough to be able to share it with with Casey, so I was like, "Um, I have to interrupt you because Elsie just texted me. I thought this is such an Elsie moment, and thanks. (laughs) And then an hour later, she posts me a picture of... I hope this is your porch. One goat... They're like two goats standing watch. It's like one on the front porch. There's one on the front porch by the front door, um, not permitting anyone to cross. They're like the three billy goats gruff, basically. This guy won't let you in the house. This guy won't let you in the porch. And there's probably, and the way that they're looking to the left or to the right, probably there's another one on the right that won't let you on the property. Elsie's got the three billy goats gruff. Then later, it was so funny. So later. I I should let you tell about what Randy posted because Randy on Facebook, which is so funny, like Randy Randy posted like no matter what's happening in my life, it always turns into this. And then he posts a video of of like a sequence from Starsky and Hutch when there's like a car chase. So fucking funny. And it's even funnier than it's Starsky and Hutch because, of course, it's like an old beater that they're driving and not like a new car. It has to be like a car from 1970. (laughs) It's hilarious. I'm like, oh, my God, she's Hutch. It's true. <laughs> she's Hutch. That was so, I mean, it was just so true. The poor guy. Like, yeah. okay, so, yes, obviously we are all in this together. The majority of the chaos that I have in my world <laughs> is my girls, you know? Like, usually it's the girls. Like, they'll be doing something so bizarre where I'm like, I can't, What? why did you decide to put that on your mouth? You know, like, just crazy stuff where I'm just like, whatever possessed you? What? What? But he has to. Yeah. <laughs> with all of this other extra crap because your life can't be easy right can't just be two unruly daughters there has to be goats preventing people from leaving the property (laughs) oh my god and like so uh, so the so this is what the so we just brought them back they were at somebody else's thankfully somebody else was looking out for them while we were in flocks you know because we we weren't land we hadn't landed yet there was a lot of things that we needed to take care of 
albeit like like us, like we had to get settled first. And then finally, Randy was able to kind of build a goat enclosure on the on the side on the side where, you know, we were going to put the goats. Yeah. So he went and got the goats and we just got the goats on Sunday and they were great. I mean, everything was fine. But then, you know, that night, uh, Randy, like, I, I heard him having a conversation with my in-laws because they actually came over and they spent the night just for one night. They were so sweet. They drove our Jeep because we have a Jeep that was in Pennsylvania. They drove our Jeep over here and they left the next day with um, the the sister, her Randy's great grand, not her, you know, his, his aunt also drove over. But um, and that was very sweet of them for just to just do that for us. And. So anyway, one of the goats got its head stuck inside of the fence. Yeah, this is the night before. Like, oh, this what? text was precious yeah. as well. Well, <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway, that's what happened. But if I could have, like, there was a part of me while I, oh, so th- then Randy saved her. Then the next day, Randy was like, before he left, he said, keep an eye out or keep an ear out for any, like, em- emergency voices coming from the goats. And I was like, what the hell is that? You know, but I was able, I'm sitting there doing my work and all of a sudden I hear, and I was like, that was an emergency voice. So I go over to the place, I go over to the goat shed and Coco is the goat. She had gotten her head stuck in inside the fence. So she is like literally just running straight into it, God. right? She got herself stuck in there. So I'm sitting there trying to pull the sides apart so that she could get her head out because she can't get her head out because her her the horns. Right. So when she's pulling herself back, the horns are there. So I'm like, I cannot move this. What am I supposed to do? I don't have my cell phone with me because I just ran out there because you heard the I noise, heard the, right? You know. I heard the noise. I was like, I was afraid. So, but the problem is there is like a, like dominant goat there. Her name is Doxy. And she. She's a real bitch. Is, she is horrible. And so what she does is every time I moved away from Coco, Doxy would ram into, into her. And I was like, this is not cool. She's hurting her. I mean, she was biting her ear and ramming into her. And the poor other goat is stuck with her head in there. So I'm like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So I ran into the house and I'm texting Randy. And then he's like, he, he I don't know if he texted me back or not. I think he did. And then I texted him back in again. And then he calls me back and he's like, when something like that is happening, don't text me. Just call me. <laughs> and I'm like, well... Every time I call you, your phone doesn't work. Like his phone doesn't work when you call him. Like it rings one time and then it stops ringing. And he has to, like he can still talk, but it just goes away. So I'm like, I just decided to do this. So anyway, so he is telling me what I need to do. He's like, well, first you have to, you know, pull the things. If you can't pull the two parts apart and help her get her head through, you're going to have to go get my pliers. They're inside the box truck. They're on the right-hand side on the bottom pail with all of the tools that are blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? You got to get. And so I'm sitting here being rammed by Doxy while trying to talk to Randy and they're both screaming. Further proof that we need (laughs) the television show that we discussed so badly. I know. So bad. And I wanted to take a picture at that moment. And then I thought, this is just insane. Why am I, why do I want to take a picture? Why are you of this? trying like, to selfie getting your ass ran by a goat? I, I good know. question, I must say. Totally, right? Right. 
Oh my god! So it was just out of control. Similarly, so like, <sighs> okay, now let's cut to split screen this, okay? In your head, split screen this for for your um, sitcom adventure. For your sitcom adventure, yes. Six oh six p.m. <laughs> on Monday. I write, everyone here is insane, including me, LOL. And the reason I write this is because I'm trying to eat dinner with um, my husband, my son, and my mother-in-law. And my husband and my mother-in-law just talk over Isaac. And he has been a grouchy bitch when he gets home from daycare like he he's very angry if he can't watch trains immediately he's demanding cookies like he doesn't want to eat dinner he wants his cars like he just and then if he doesn't get it he either throws himself on the floor in a dramatic like princess tantrum or he just like or he just keeps saying it more hain more hain more hain more hain hain more hain hain more hain and i'll go no i was gonna go hain hain like i like i didn't understand Hey, more tra- he's saying more train. He wants to watch the trains on my phone, but I need my phone. And then, but right. so rather than like address him, they just talk over him. And then I was at CVS and I had this coupon for $5. So I bought Tylenol, not the coated kind, but the uncoated kind. It sticks in my throat a little. And then he'll say, you know, CVS has these great cheese crackers you should get. And I'm just like, fucking kill me. So I text her, everything is insane. And the text I get back is, huge change of plans. One of our goats escaped. (laughs) Then I had to put her back in and cobble together a wall. (laughs) Then the goat got her head stuck in the fence. And the other goat was beating the shit out of her. (laughs) So, again, split screen that in your mind of me listening to the three of them all yell over each other and myself with a splitting headache. And then in the other scene, you have Elsie texting me on one end through with her head through a fence while a goat rams her ass through the other side. And I literally, I mean, like about an hour later, I was like, I honestly don't know whose life is worse. One stuck goat while the other beats the shit out of it while I'm being. And then Randy and his text to her says like this. (laughs) This is their text. You guys, this is so funny. (laughs) She sends me a screenshot of her text with Randy. And here's her message to him. What's your ETA? All cash. She's all cash. (laughs) What's your estimated time of arrival, dude? Coco. (laughs) She didn't say dude. I'm inferring dude. She says. Coco got her head stuck and I can't get it out. Doxy is beating her up while she's stuck. I got to go get the pliers. And then he writes back, laundry is happening tomorrow. <laughs> and she even well, writes no, back without, without missing a beat. She writes, yep. <laughs> I can't leave her. Doxy is too violent towards Coco. And then he just writes back, you know, let her out of her cage. I'll get her. And she writes back, K. they're so casual about this and i'm just like i wrote her like i'm not sure what i'd rather i'm not sure which i'd rather one good goat one stuck goat while the other one beats the shit out of it while i'm being asked to do laundry or mother sister-in-law and husband constantly bitching about everything and telling me useless stories about when they you know what they bought at cvs and where they last had a good donut Like, I'm not sure which is worse. I'd almost rather deal with the goats because I don't give a fuck about where they last had a good donut. 
Your life is so much more interesting, and you're probably like wishing you could just be laying on the bed while someone bathes your child. I mean, I'm sure you'd rather listen to people drone on about their boring lives than have to like, like you know, save a goat from getting the shit kicked out of them by another goat. <laughs> I know. Believe me, it just yeah, it was so crazy. Just the, it was just crazy. Just the oh, and the whole there's laundry. Just no thing. parallels the reason- there at all. No, like at all, no. which is the craziest part. I don't even do the laundry. I you. don't even do well, my no. own laundry. Okay, so okay, so his, just you know to to clarify, just to clarify why he texted that is because our plans at that moment were that I think he was just picking up. I forgot what he was. He was really just on his way home from some. Like he was picking up something vital that it needed to be done on that day and then when he was going to come home we needed to do two weeks worth yes. of oh, laundry yeah, like our whole later. plan yes. that day was to go into town and to do all of that was like food the big, and do two weeks worth of laundry yes that's that was our duty on monday and then that when he said laundry is happening tomorrow it was like he basically was saying change telling me Yes, I'm going to be dealing see, with goats. T- but of course you can see night. why yeah. I thought you were saying, right, totally. Hey, yeah. hey, butthead, the goats are loose. And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, listen, my underwear's not clean. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Now I understand that. I understand now. Yeah, now you, yes. No, I get it from like, yeah, the outsider perspective. Yeah, it doesn't, it's like, Your it's a non sequitur. It's like, though. what? You know, oh, your way God. makes more sense. But I was just like, what does he mean, laundry? Okay, do the laundry. Okay, I'll give you a break. What is she, an indentured servant? Hispanic doesn't mean maid, Randy. How dare you say I'm mansplaining? Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you, John. Anyway, Thank you. so, um, oh yeah. So, Elsie's life oh. and Jess's life. Elsie's yes. life. And, what are we going to call this show of ours? I don't know. What are, What is it? I don't know. I don't even know. Elsie and Jess. Yeah, Elsie. I mean, you could. I mean, Might as they well, used to have a show called Kate and Allie. That went well. It was um, Jane Curtin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we could be Elsie and I Jess. Why not? I think we've had shows like that. There's been, well, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne so. and Shirley. Um, Cagney yeah, and Lacey. Hey, we have it we have going it. on here. Elsie and Jess. We'll just call oh, it Elsie Rizzoli and Jess. and Isles. Elsie and Jess. Oh, yeah. Rizzoli and Isles. Yep. Yeah, see? I you think know, I've been obsessing about those books. What, what? what books? Rosalie Riz- Niles? Yeah, the Rosalie Niles. There's books. books? Dude. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even know. I've been, yeah, I love them. I seriously did not even know. Is, is the author. And I've been, yeah, I've been going through their whole like list. I think I've read like five of them now. Really? So all the mysteries, all the, yeah, they're all mystery novels and then they all. You like, know why you're you turning know. to books because you can't get Netflix and any kind of cable and you're desperate to consume Absolutely. content of any kind. It's yes. like your brain is bleeding from, you're going to start bleeding from the ears <laughs> if you don't consume content. That's what's happening. Yes, I am an obsessed, I'm obsessed, I'm a voracious reader right now. Mind you, it has nothing to do with nonfiction books. Do not send me a how to do anything or self-help books. Those are like the things that would make me slip my wrists. I do not want that. I would like to be entertained and I would like to go on a story with some people that I don't know that I come to know and love because I listen to their stories all the time. Hmm. So I am, I am good with that. In fact, I'm very happy with that. Have you ever heard of the Women okay. in Podcasting group? It just started. 
What? No way. It's not a group. That's what we it's used to be called. Group. It's a page right now and oh. a website, which I thought I owned. Oh. How did that happen? Dun, dun, dun. Maybe it's a different web. Maybe it's a different URL. Nope. Women in podcasting. She literally just joined Twitter and literally just put up what looks like a directory. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think we've talked about this before. Let's go back in our direct in our in our what is it? Archives. I do believe that women in podcasting dot com was taken a long time ago mm-hmm. and it was a directory it used to be a really kind of, it wasn't a really big directory but it really was like you would go on to it and then there were it was that's all it was it was a bunch of podcasts that's all this is women podcasts a bunch of podcasts yeah but and um she has staff picks and she has I don't know. The only one I've ever I mean, heard of like, are the famous ones. Like, she's got She Does, Women of the Hour, Magic Lessons, like, Shailene, Black Girls Talking. But, like, and she has a blog with one article that was posted September 14th. But her Facebook page just happened. I really thought I had that website. What do I have? Now I have to look. Why is this? What's happening? Feminina Media. I don't know. Should I? Should we edit this out so that yeah. she doesn't get any press? <laughs> What? No. I mean, you can go check it out. I mean, it, I think it's just a directory. And I honestly think we've already talked about this. I don't have women this. in podcasting. We did I a used whole show to have, on directory. women podcaster. Let me see. Yeah, I don't think that womeninpodcasting.com was ever ours. I'm, I'm telling you, if we go back into the archives, I think we have the really? same You're exact conversation. Me. One day I'm going to have to do that. I'm not kidding. Yeah, we went through all of the different I think I women had it in podcasting it directories. Up. We talked about them. Because, yeah, that was the original name of and, our um, thing was Women in Podcasting. Then we changed it to She Podcasts. This is my fault because I haven't been able to get our directory into shape. That's why this happened. It is. I well, can't. dude, it's too much work. Right. It's There's too many things to, to, to be thinking about right now, and we can't right. do it well, all. We tried. Best of luck, Feminina. And so... Enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is what I'm yeah, saying. It's like, right. okay, cool beans. Okay. Cool beans. I just thought that was interesting. I'm um, glad that you're doing it. Yep. I just missed What else my, is going on with Trello? Uh, so let's talk about Podfusion. Da-da-da-da. Podfusion. Da-da-da-da. After you made me laugh, you made me laugh so hard. Oh. You were sad. Yes, I did. It was so nice. That was very nice and pleasant. Podfusion. So this is an event coming up in October and... I'm sorry. I meant February. I saw Orlando and said October. (laughs) Uh, It's coming up in no. Nope. It's still not that. It's coming up in February. (laughs) And it is. (laughs) It's a commingling of the professional, the poetic, the conversational, the individual, the communal, the interactive and the hilarious. It's a full day VIP workshop led and run by Elsie and myself. And we're going to be doing um, learning and exercises from some special guest stars. This is an advanced skills workshop. So it's for people who have already been launched, who have already launched their podcast and maybe want to take it to the next level somehow. So we're going super far out of the box, talking about what podcasting could be with um, interactive teaching methods, exercises, lessons, stuff like that. We want the whole day to be interactive. And if you buy your ticket to PodFest, which is the event that this, that our workshop is leading up to, PodFest is sort of like, I don't want to say it's sort of like podcast movement because it's much more grassrootier, 
But this year it's like a multimedia expo. And it's a gathering place for independent podcasters, bloggers, YouTubers, Periscopers, and other social media broadcasters. Last year we went, I went, and it was amazingly fun. It was super cool. It's going to be in Orlando at the Carib Royale Resort, which looks amazing. Um, And it's February 23rd through the 25th. So if you buy your ticket to um, that and you use the code SHEPODCAST, you can get $77 off of the three-day pass. And I don't know about you, but I would way rather be in Florida that week of February than be here. I only pray that it will not snow and keep me here because that's the only thing I would stop me is that week. Well, actually, it's more like the end of January and beginning February is usually terrible, terrible weather here in Philadelphia. Terrible weather. But it's not going to be because, you know, I mean, I only know this because my daughter's birthday is the 22nd (laughs) and it literally snows on her birthday every year. It's the worst weekend to have a birthday in the history of birth. Mine's the week before. It's always like that end of January, first week of February. It's a disaster. Oh, my parents' wedding anniversary was the 19th and she said it snowed on their wedding and every anniversary after that so yeah bad weather it sucks Mm -hmm. february 6th was always very well that's my birthday and that was always so fun so such a fun birthday for most of my life until i moved to pittsburgh and then Mm -hmm. not so much right because you were in la and you had no no nothing like yeah consequence whatsoever just sunshine then you're in pittsburgh and your birthday sucks yes all the time Mm -hmm. um but yeah so the other thing though guys is you know and i know that we are aiming this to, to the, I would say, these are, these are advanced practices, and it's not necessarily about how to launch a podcast, but especially with the way that things are going and the, and the way that we may feel like we need our voices heard even more now, and you really do want to have a podcast, and you want to say things that you possibly feel a little bit um, like you can't or that you don't have enough courage to be able to say or whatnot, coming to PodFusion is the best way for you to break those patterns because we, you are going to be among people who are like-minded, like-hearted, believe in the things that you do in the sense of the power of media and the power of podcasting so that you can get to a point where you can speak your mind. So if you don't have a podcast, but you are maybe fearful of getting behind the microphone, this would be the best place to go because it'll push you through it. And you can learn how to podcast almost anywhere. Google it. It's super easy. The kind of stuff that we're going to be able to do at PodFusion is not going to be that. And it's not something that we, we can teach you via like a, a, a webinar. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So please come. Yay. Can't wait to hang out with you guys. So we'll, It's going to be so fun. I know it's going to be so great. So staying in the happy, 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 joy, joy. So what's this? What happens when podcasters die? <laughs> and well, I why not? Let's go there. I mean, we are we're sort already of in a state depressed. Of... Why the hell not? Yes, totally. So, yeah. What happens when podcasters die and other cheery stories? So this was an article that I saw around the 20th of October. And the guy was re-listening to a podcast on Rowdy Roddy Piper and remembered him from the 1980s who died a year ago and he had a podcast so um he was a guest on adam carolla's show and stuff but but the writer had never heard his own show which was called piper's pit it was also the name of the show he did on the wwf in the 1980s on sunday morning tv where he would dehumanize people like jimmy superfly snooka and be roughhoused by people like andre the giant it was like the original jerry springer show 
this guy brought me great joy as a kid, um, which made me wonder about what happens when podcasters die. He created 64 episodes before passing on. Like most old wrestlers, he was pretty broken down by the end and reflective. He wasn't wealthy. He was re- still wrestling in terrible circuits. There was a, she, he said he saw this poster in a pizza place in Utica, New York, and it says like, live Piper's Pit, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, tickets as low as $15. Like, so, and then like, hmm. In his very last episode, he complained about how he was getting kicked off his network because of Stone Cold Steve Austin, who has a lot of sway in the podcast world, didn't agree with some of Roddy's content. So now he was just on SoundCloud like any other jabroni, he says. And um, Piper didn't Mm. think Austin was being all that manly doing that. He's a man. He has four kids. But he didn't harp too long on it. Instead, he was, you know, interviewing other people. It's kind of nice that a podcast can live on after the podcaster dies, but it's also kind of weird. And it's true, like if something, God forbid, were to happen to me tomorrow, you could just hear me talk as if I were still alive anytime. You can hear me talk about all the things anytime, how I feel about everything. I never thought about that. And, you know, I also never thought about what would happen to all my social media accounts. Like I know on Facebook, you can request to memorialize a page when someone dies, but um, Mm -hmm. all my stuff is still there. I think there's a service for that. Is there? I forgot what it was. I think they were also sponsors. I think they were also sponsors for uh, This Week in Tech way back when, or the, when I heard it for the first time. And it really was about that. It was like the service gets a hold or somehow, like it's sort of like you are getting your will together. And then you part of, of that, yeah. it's sort of like that. Yeah, it's a digit. It's sort of like you kind of go in and you right now, like we would open an account with this service and then give instructions of what to do if we died with our social media properties. So like Kim Kardashian was robbed and she hasn't posted one word on social media since. And like, I've read that her business is starting to suffer. I I don't know, but I'm I read that her business is starting to suffer because most of it was contingent on her posting about other products and making appearances and doing things like that. Well, yeah, because she was like, that's like what I mean, it was completely and utterly intertwined. But it's not like it's not like she can even do anything about that, though, because it's her people want to see people like her app. uh, Their apps are all based on insider information about what she's right doing, you know, so she can't have somebody else do that because people want to see her. I'm sure she's having some kind of reckoning. She is, and she's not put one thing since October second that I can see that I've seen, and I've never looked until this happened. Well, it seems like she did, right? She probably just she's living in fear. It says, and I mean, of course she is. Well, so well, yeah. She's not even dead. I guess is what I'm saying. But if she were, if God forbid something had happened to her while that was happening, like it's creepy as hell to just see her last moments of safety. And then nothing, and then hanging in the balance with yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's not, that's, yeah. Um, I don't know, it just kind of makes you think, like, I don't mind opening up a service and giving people instructions as to what to do when I die, but it just really makes you realize, like, the footprint that you and I are leaving. Like, God forbid, maybe we should talk about this now. All right, let's discuss. What if one of the goats tramples you to death? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that's no. not funny. Um, what if, God forbid, <laughs> something were to happen to one of us? Would you... Like, I don't think I would be able to, I don't want to do the show without you. I don't want to do the group, really. I wouldn't want to do but the I can't show let it, without I mean, would you just let it die? Like, what are our... I would have to take a hi- hiatus and sort of sit with myself. I mean, come on. It takes a while to Years, mourn. Years, though. 
takes years to mourn people. Right. Well, that's what I, I think that you would have to. I think it would I'd have probably to just be a. My instinct right now, maybe know. this is because we're all bummed out, is to shut everything down and just let people disperse. I know that's sad. That's probably not what you guys want to hear. Is that what? Uh, if yeah. you're listening, just go ahead and listen to another show now, just in case. <laughs> no, right. but like, um, no, but <laughs> no, she podcast was your idea. Like it was your, I don't want to do it without you. I think that I would probably sh- shut the podcast down indefinitely. I'm not sure about the group. I don't know what I would do. I would probably reach out to some people and say like, help admin. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I can't, I'm not going to be, I can't do it. Yeah. You know? Would you? I don't know. Like, and and I would leave it open. I would say, and I don't know if I will come back. Like I might, yeah, let it be what it was, and then do something else, like a separate title, separate everything. Yeah, separate. Please, may I uh, offer a suggestion? Um, since you're doing this, would you like to be the backup host if one of us perishes? Well, no. What I'm thinking of is that since you're here right now, Jess, why don't you help Elsie pick out your replacement? Oh my God! Who would you? And then, Elsie, why don't you help Jess pick out your replacement? Mm. What do you think? I can't do that. No, she can pick whoever she wants. No, I wonder I if you a, would pick, pick someone who was like me or the opposite. Well, the whole point is that it has to be like you. Because right, it's boring wh- when it's would somebody t- like me. It's not. It's so, you don't it would think- be so, could you imagine? We'd sit here and be like... It would just be uh, so boring. Well, who would you want to... But there's no one else that I'd want to... See, that's the thing. It would be just be a different show, I think. Like, I mean, that's even if I'm I saying. talked about... That's why if I, I wanted to talk about podcasting issues with someone else, I don't know that it would even be like a sheepy thing. I don't know who else right. works for... Maybe Crystal. I don't even know her that well. I love her, but I don't know her that well. Like, like no one else I know... I don't want to do it with anyone else. I don't know anyone else that I would want to talk about just podcasting with for an hour and a half every week. You're the only person in my head at this moment. I could talk about other stuff with many people in the group. I could talk about advertising and marketing with Jessica Rhodes. I could talk about other people with Ramona Rice. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. There's a lot of stuff I could talk about with Ramona. Podcasting included. She works for a podcast website. She might be a yeah, good... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, she might be a good solution for you because she's more like me. Uh, I think she and right. I wouldn't be able to get a word in edgewise if we did this show together with her. Um, that's mm. why I was wondering if you would pick someone who was more like you because... I need it. No, I couldn't. I, I don't... Th- I think I need somebody that's more like you. That's the, that's the whole point because, yeah... I don't think it would work if it was somebody that was more like me. I'd be bored. Well, here's my mandate. If God forbid something ever does happen to me, I, I'm not going to let you walk around going, Just would want me to do the show. Like I would want you to do whatever you're comfortable with. I would not want you to do the show if you were too sad or over it or not feeling inspired. So that's my mandate for you is that I would want you to do what makes you happy as far as continuing or not continuing the show. Just so you know, that's my that's and my public that's what I mandate. Say to you. Okay, that is what All I right. say to you as well. Because if you know, cool. don't be like, well, I can't do it without her. Because if you want to do it, you could totally do it. Because it's I live in she podcasts. <laughs> you do. Your spirit lives on in she podcasts. Lives on in she podcasts. Very true. So, well, that was a uplifting conversation. Not really, but. It was interesting, though. I mean, if you think about all the people who listen to this, like the legacy that you're leaving. And I mean, it's not like, oh, be careful because you're leaving a legacy. But I'm just saying, like, it's kind of nice that 
people who are close to you will be able to hear the things that you have to say about whatever. And actually, it might even be sombering, like, are you not doing a show because you're afraid to talk about this or that? Like, what if you were dead tomorrow? Would you have wanted to have a library of your thoughts on a particular topic that you never got around to sharing? Maybe you should share them before it's too late. It's um, you know, that's a, that's a it, depressing that thought a, too. That's a depressing thought. Jeez. That's a very depressing. I think that <laughs> I'm not winning no matter what today. That's all there is to it. Oh man, why don't we move to something else so that it's nothing not nothing feels uplifting today. I feel like no matter no, what we talk about, um, we can't win. Well, what about this last article? Because how long Star Wars or Zuckerberg? Is like the Zuckerberg one. This one's a hat tip to uh, Mignon Fogarty. She actually posted this on her Facebook wall, and it was something that I thought, oh, okay, this is something that we can talk about. Because truly, where do you go to get your news, Jess? Facebook. Okay. BuzzFeed. So that's what I'm saying. So BuzzFeed, Facebook, like I, I like if you want to know something Fairly quickly. On my phone, if that's what you're asking. To see, like, like, what the pulse is. Yeah, yeah I go yeah. on my phone. I you swipe just... left on the home screen, and it says uh, it has news and top stories. So I do that first. Okay. But Facebook also. So there's that kind of stuff there. But this article is called, Facebook is harming our democracy, mm-hmm. and Mark Zuckerberg oh, yeah, is... needs to do something about yep. it. Basically, it's kind of calling Facebook to task that, People are calling Facebook like a media platform. And he says that they are not, that they are a tech company, is what Zuckerberg uh, continues to say and continues to put out there. But this article says, quote, but that's wrong. Facebook makes billions of editorial decisions every day, and often they are bad editorial decisions, steering people to sensational, one-sided, or just plain inaccurate stories. I mean, that's the, the problem that is like... Decisions- they would only be a tech company if they didn't use algorithms. But because they do, yeah, then they're steering you. They're just steering you. Yeah. And that's why on Facebook last night, everyone was like, how come I don't know anyone that voted for Trump? How come I don't know anyone that voted right. for Clinton? Exactly. This is why, because you're not exactly. seeing that stuff because they know nope, that you you're don't, not seeing it. That you've voted exactly. for whoever you voted for. So, yep. It's kind of weird. And so... It's a little bit disturbing, you know, and so to be really, I don't know. I mean, I I do believe that this is impacting the way that as a society, we are completely unawares. And then I think that that's why people were so, again, people are like going, what is happening? What is happening? That's all I kept seeing, you know, and and, uh, on Facebook was shock. And it's because, you know, the people that obviously that are in my feed were exactly being curated due to what's happening. You know, that what, what, what I, it, it was just the stuff that I liked, you know, like if I like somebody saying something, then they would assume that I am going to like other things that are around this type of a mm-hmm. post. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I like it because I only want to see. I mean, it leaves things. people with a lot of, misinformation that's all because you're only seeing like if you like trump you've only seen what a great guy he is for the last two months and so on and so forth so uh, it's just frustrating yeah so i mean i i just think that this is a really interesting thing particularly for and i and 
there's some of us in in the old because now, dude, we're like the old school people. Yeah, we're like the oldies now. We're like a diff like we're totally are. So we don't even know what the younger generations are doing now because we at least read newspapers in our lifetime. We at least know how to do some research and how to. You know, at least I don't know when I was in school, like in studying government or studying history or studying all of these other different types of things. There was a certain level of me having to use my own brain to make decisions, and I had to research and kind of like figure out if this was a true article or not a true article, and then kind of make decisions based upon that. And maybe I would skew to read certain publications that were a little bit more towards one side than the other, mm. but. At this rate, our younger generation, what, where are they getting their news? Like, where do you get educated now about what really is going on out there, and how right, can they get it on you, social I don't media? Know. You're I mean, right. I, 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 they do, right. and it's just kind of it's kind of frustrating yeah. because that's where the shock comes in because you don't really know what the pulse is. It's sort of yeah, I don't know. Sucks. I don't know how to solve that problem. So, what do you think? I don't think that they want to get into the media business, but I think if that's the case, they have to change their algorithms to just have everything come like Twitter. Like Twitter doesn't do the algorithm thing, and therefore it's like more of an honest way of seeing your news, right? Because you're choosing it, right? right. It, it just, just comes, comes up. up. Yeah. That's why Twitter's not up. having this problem yeah. with people is because it's the, there is no right. algorithm. I think that's probably a better way to go in this case. That's all. I don't know. I'd love to hear what other people think because... I don't know everything, yeah. but <laughs> and and no, I know, and it, but it's interesting how they said here, um, and, and you know, uh, and this is from the article quote: Facebook hasn't told the public very much about how its algorithm works, but we knew, but we know that one of the company's top priorities for the newsfeed is engagement. The company tries to choose posts that people are likely to read, like, and mm-hmm. share with their friends, which they hope will induce people to return to the site over and over again, end quote. So it's like they're business yeah. people, yeah. right? They're going to keep on giving you what you like so that you keep coming back, sharing that stuff. But the, but I think the problem with this now is that it's impact, it's, the, its impact on society and culture. At a, it's a, it, this is a, a greater uh ripple mm-hmm. effect. Oh my god. You know, it's not like somebody creating, you know, putting the candy on the in the candy aisle, you know, when you're shopping, when you're exiting the supermarket or something like that. I mean, yeah, that also impacts society as well, I guess, you know, putting candy front and center. But still, it's not quite for some reason it just feels like it doesn't it's not I don't know, man. It's so easy to share what and it's so easy to share things. Like if you see something like, you know, ma- a map, an infographic, a picture of like, you know, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton together. If You know, it's, uh, you know, saying weird things or having certain weird stats or having an image of Hillary Clinton with, you know, go to jail. I don't know what was the thing. Hillary, go to jail, whatever that was. And, and it's just so easy to share that because it's already pre-made. All you have to do is share. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to do that before. We if we were again, you know, especially with no in the in past elections, what was the only way to share really hateful things about your candidate? The only way you really saw the like the hate sort of the hate speech or like 
all of that kind of messing of the mind would be if you're watching television and the ads, right? I don't think I saw one political ad this election. But mind you, I, I mean, <laughs> there were many. So, <laughs> that one. Okay. Well, I didn't because I don't have a TV. So I didn't see those. And the only things that I saw were all the hashtags. Yeah. There were many So ads, hashtags were huge. Most of them disturbing. Most of them about Donald. I don't remember seeing. I don't, I don't recall seeing that many about Hillary, to be honest. But it didn't matter. I don't know. Is Facebook responsible or not? Did we decide? Is Facebook responsible? No, that's what I were trying to do. It's like this whole article is so scary. Like the other headline, Facebook creates perverse incentives for journalists. So here's, a, a bu- so here's how it went, a, went wrong. A BuzzFeed article this week illustrates how catastrophically bad Facebook editorials judgment can be. According to BuzzFeed, a group of young people in Macedonia has created more than, than 140 pro-Trump news sites. Most of these posts are the sites on these sites are aggregated and completely plagiarized from fringe and right-wing sites in the U.S. The Macedonians see a story elsewhere, write a sensationalized headline, and quickly post it on their site. Several teens and young men who run these sites told BuzzFeed that they learned the best way to generate traffic is to get their politics stories to spread on Facebook. The best way to generate shares on Facebook is to publish sensationalist and often false content that caters to to Trump supporters. Yes, the info in this blog is false and and false and misleading, one of the youngsters told BuzzFeed. But the rationale is that if it gets the people to click on it and engage, mm-hmm. then use it. Yeah, right? I just peeked on Facebook for a minute just to like see like how biased is it exactly. And like if I click on newsfeed, mm-hmm. oh, you can do most recent. I don't have to do top stories. You can't do that on your phone. If you can, I haven't figured it out how to do most recent. Oh, to do just the most recent on your phone yeah, so that you read yeah. everybody's stuff. You know what? I don't think I've clicked on I don't that. Think and you can. I don't. I, yeah. um, hmm. When it says trending, though, it just says Hillary Melania Snapchat. If I do see more, it then says Kristallnacht. I don't know why. And then Ridgeland, South Carolina. And then election 2016, Ian Summerhalder, Blaine, Minnesota, Electoral College, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt. Do you have the same stuff trending? What? Yeah. Do you have the same stuff trending? I'd be. Ian is the cute boy from um, Vampire Diaries, yes. right? He's the one with the green, green, yeah, beautiful green yep, eyes. Yep, yep, what yep. is he saying? Hope he's not talking. I just um, he is <laughs> going to be replacing so... Jamie as Christian Grey in Fifty Shades. What? Get out of town! Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, and then there's Piggy's oh, taking God. a bath. Piggy's in a bath. That's my friend Murph wrote that. Okay, where am I supposed to go on Facebook? Okay, if you're on Facebook, under, yes. okay, on the right column, it says your pages, this week, recent posts, three events, and that's where your birthdays are, and then trending. Trending. What's in yes. there? What trending. do you see? I see Hillary Clinton, yep. Michelle Obama, nope. Ridgeland, South Carolina, Yep. Electoral College, Yep. Van Jones, Nope. Bethlehem Steel, Nope. Dow Jones Industrial Average. Nope. Lebanon County, Pennsylvania. Melania mm. Trump and Sarah Paulson. Yep. And nope. So we have totally different trending lists. Trending stuff that are probably delivered just for me. Politics. Do you want to check, click on yeah, politics? Yeah, click on. Yep. Okay, politics. Okay, ready? All right. What do you have? Oh, I have more of the ones you just said. Oh, okay. Uh, go There's ahead. A bunch, yeah. So Hillary, well, Melania. The, those are the top two. No, I have Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Electoral College. Van Jones, 
Dow still Jones. Still don't have that one. Lebanon County, Pennsylvania. Again, yep, I don't even I have that I don't one. even. Melania Trump, Sarah Paulson, nope, uh, nope. hashtag election 2016, California yep. preposition 64, yep. Michelle Obama. Yes. But then I also have Google search immigration to Canada, Marilyn Manson. What? Because I didn't have For some politics? of the ones you had. Yes. And then I didn't have some of the ones you had, though. That is weird. So, so now we know they're skewing us a little. They are skewing so us a little. So then maybe they should and- be res- more responsible about what. I mean, similar, but I don't know why I would get one, not the other. Well, you know what's really weird is that it has to do with your search, which is really disturbing because I think because this morning I was like, okay, I'm going to school myself again on how exactly the Electoral College works. So I was reading up on the Electoral College this morning and being able to see like how is, you know, how is all of this happen? How are the electoral votes put in like how does that affect the election like i was doing all this kind of research to see to see all that stuff so i assume that that's why it but i wasn't searching in facebook though i was first searching in google which is the disturbing part and i was on my phone Mm -hmm. so it's weird just kind of nuts i don't know weird Weird, weird. So, okay. So, I don't have anything. I, dude, I don't have anything else. This has been a, a let's just a talk about for the, okay. Before we hang up, okay. let's do the weird, wild show of the week. Okay. I don't have one of those today. I always have one of those. To, okay. I always have one of those. Um, and again, not necessarily weird and wild, but just interesting to me. Um, cause it's new for me. Um, gosh, there's so many. Oh, this one I was, I was taken by this one and it's actually popular. So many of you probably know it, but Trivial Warfare. Do you guys know Trivial Warfare? No. Do you know the Trivial Warfare podcast? Did you? No. Oh my God, Elsie. Hey, did you ever hang out in bars when you were younger? I'm assuming you did. You remember like they would have trivia, like either on the like thing at the bar where you could put a quarter in and play or up top where you could like sit and play with your friends as it went around. Uh-huh. Well, so this is called trivial warfare, a pub quiz trivia podcast. Oh, so basically they play trivia with each other and we play at home, I guess. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Well, that's cool. That's fun. That's like a total, that's a fun one. Yeah. It's really fun and, and cool. And they have like a trivial warfare army and they have like a really like active Facebook group. Basically, it says we take the pub quiz out of the pub and bring it home to you. So it's like a it's like a podcast, an hour long podcast where they do like the pub trivia. It's so fun. Jonathan Oaks is the host. He actually there's a couple like like players that come every time. Chris Hollister, Carmela Smith, Mark Demeter, Ben Young. Like he has like some recurring characters, I guess, on the show. But it's Jonathan doing, you know, he runs the show and it's his show. And anyway, it's really, I thought it was such a cool idea because if you're bored and you're going on like a family trip, which you happen to do often, you know, like you can play trivia with your fam or instead of talk to them about stuff. <laughs> it's like the dream See for that? me. It's the dream. There you go. Um, so that's a fun one, I thought. Trivial Warfare. So it's trivialwarfare.com if you're interested. You love trivia. I personally, unless it's about TV or movies, I'm never going to win. I don't know trivia about anything else except those two topics. It's kind of depressing. Um, I don't know previ- trivia like at all. Like at all? Like, like I don't nothing. even know trivia about myself. Like I, I'm I know, sure there's I could other probably people win that. that know I'll trivia that. about my- Yeah. I will not. I'm so bad about that. This this would be me 
in a trivia thing. Like if you ask me a question, I'd be like, oh, it's that one thing that you put uh, uh, when you go mm-hmm, over to mm-hmm. the over th- with that person. I know exactly <laughs> what that is. That would be me for every answer. And there's another one I want to highlight for the dudes. I don't think a lot of women <laughs> are going to be listening to this one, but I'm going to go ahead and highlight anyway. It's just a little weird and wild for me. And here's why. So like this is Fish Nerds podcast, fishnerds.com, the best fishing podcast that's always interesting, usually funny, and mostly true. So if you like fishing, that's all I need to say. However, what's fun about this podcast are the initials FN, okay? Because then they put it on stuff like the FN podcast, the FN group. The FN newsletter. Oh my like, God. They have FN everything. And I'm just so jealous I didn't think of it myself. So I was like, let's That's talk fantastic. about your FN no. sponsorship. <laughs> I'm so funny. But yeah, Fish Nerds. Fish you Nerds. You are funny. Fish Nerds is about fishing. So how funny is this, though? Yeah. So here's the thing. I, while I was sitting here, like one of the posts went in through to the Lips and mm-hmm. Facebook page. And I wrote, because I was inspired by us recording here and what we're going through, and a lot of she podcasters are posting at the same time. Like I had to record a podcast today and I didn't know what to say. And it's having a hard time, just like us. So it's so this one I wrote in, how many of you are recording a podcast today? And how's it going? Yeah. That was just the post. And Fish Nerds on Lipson? responded... Yeah, on the oh Lips and God, Facebook page. Oh my God, what a coincidence. And Fish Nerds responded. I know. It's so weird. And so then Fish Nerds just responded, always keeping the production schedule, trying not to bring politics into the show. Fish are the equalizer. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, that is such a funny coincidence. That's a hilarious coincidence. I know. He is the nicest guy. Clay I know, like, Groves is his name. So and he's extremely nice and funny. But I, I know that most of our audience, if I had to guess, although we haven't done a demographic survey in years, um, don't fish. No, we haven't. Although I thought you were going to tell me, oh, my God, this is so crazy. I love fishing because that would not surprise me. But maybe Randy would like fish nerds. Does he fish? No. I don't know anyone that he does. But also, like I don't know anyone that voted for Trump. So I know they're out I there. I used to f- Go They're out there. Yeah, huh? A lot of people fish. And I mean, they yeah, say it's like baby. the ultimate meditation, zen, or whatever. Oh, you know what? I do know people that fish. My son, Nathan, fishes. He's gone fishing. He loves fishing. Almost forgot I had a second son. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. Just kidding. <laughs> I wish I could forget them. Just kidding. Okay. Um, I guess we'll wrap it up. Those terrible jokes. And by the time you get this, maybe we'll all be a little less bummed out yes and hopefully you'll enjoy this show more than we did uh but i always enjoy talking to you elsie yes and that that whole you know guys if you did make her laugh hard yeah she did so you know the goat story is one for the ages here so i get to laugh out loud it's gonna be a short show notes people it's gonna be about goats 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 and death goats and death that's the title we did it goats and death goats Goats and and death. death Perfect. Wait, what? That's the name of our show, our sitcom. Uh, Goats and death. <laughs> all okay. right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Catch us on, I was going to say, offinthewedes.com. No, no, no. No, no, no. Shepodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Shepodcast. You can find us on Facebook at Shepodcast. And before you hang up, check out our Patreon page and send us some cash so we can keep up the charade of making money podcasting. Yeah, Just maybe. kidding again. <laughs> if you need help with that, I can help you. No, um, we, you know, it's funny because 
I do talk to people who are trying to use Patreon, and I'm just like, how much are you making? They're like, $80 a month. And I'm like, great, I make 11 and I split it with Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, let's bump that up a little bit. If you enjoy the show, a dollar a month isn't so much, and you get so much value out of it. So give $1 me a-, a month, guys. We'll each get fifty cents, but it would mean more. It's the it's the actions that mean more. So thank you in advance for doing that, and we will see you next time. Bye. Love you. Mean it. Bye.